and welcome to episode 11 of season one of the leadership notebook podcast my name is emilia musima and thank you for tuning in i'm so excited about this episode because it is the last one of season one of the podcast and i am talking about criticism so i want to look into why you should expect criticism in your self-leadership journey and i will look at the difference between good and bad criticism i will also try to share my opinion on why do people criticize others and also why does criticism hurt and what you can do about it um still welcoming your comments and reviews at leadership notebook 2020 at gmail.com so today i just want to go straight into it so why should you expect criticism in your self-leadership journey? Um, sometimes what we see in the mirror when we look at ourselves is not the same as what other people see when they look at us. It is easy to see all the good in ourselves and downplay the bad. If you're honest with yourself, you would admit that not all criticism against you is wrong. Some of the negative things people say about you are true. And this is because you're not perfect. Now and then you will do things wrong and someone is going to have to call you out for it. And I think there's no way we can speak about self-leadership without speaking about criticism because it is part of life and the truth is you need it, particularly if you want to learn and grow in any area of your life. You need criticism. I need criticism. Therefore, you must expect it, you must anticipate it, you must accept it. And sometimes, you know, you might have to challenge it. But after all this, you must move on. Never allow criticism to derail you. And don't give up on yourself or let anyone, you know, um, make you give up on yourself because you fall short in some areas of your life. So... Having said that, um, what do you do with uh, the kind of criticism that you receive? The truth is, there is good criticism and there is bad criticism. And I'm going to try to share the difference between the two. This is my view based on what I have experienced and how I have seen other people receive and give criticism. And how I have seen my criticism being received and also how I have received criticism. So what I've picked up is that good criticism comes from a place of love and kindness, while bad criticism is normally influenced by jealousy or the desire to get even, it can be influenced by pride or it can come from a place of hatred. Um... The second thing is that good criticism aims to correct and build, while bad criticism judges and condemns. Um, 
Good criticism mostly focuses on the action, not the person. While bad criticism uses the action to discredit the person. So I want to use an example here just to make this idea uh, more clearer. Um, when someone says your writing is terrible, that person is focusing on the writing. But if a person says you are a terrible writer, that person is focusing on you. That is where the difference is. Because if you're focusing on the writing, um, that means I can work on it. But if you are focusing on me as the writer, you are actually telling me I can't do it. So that is where the difference is. Lastly, good criticism can leave you empowered to become a better person or better at what you do, while bad criticism criticism rather can actually destroy your confidence and desire to be better. And I must confess that one of the things that I have learned and I continue to learn is to criticize without destroying. It is not easy and it is a matter of really carefully choosing the kind of words that you use when you have to criticize someone. Um, so now, why do people criticize others? <laughs> well, if you're listening to this podcast and you can really say, oh, I have never criticized anyone. Well, I'm just going to say to you, you're one of the lucky few. A lot of us, we criticize. Um, and we criticize for a lot of reasons. I'm going to share a couple of them. The first reason that I believe, you know, um, causes people to criticize is that people have expectations and standards. And when these expectations and standards are not met, we feel the need to express the dissatisfaction. And so while this can still be helpful, it is needed. You know, you can't shy away from it, you know, because I'll give you an example. If we do not criticize poor customer service, we will never get good customer service. So this is the kind of criticism that I believe that it is uh, warranted, you know, it is valid. If you have an opportunity, do share it. Do share that kind of criticism because it is for the good of other people or the good of the organization or whatever the context is. So the other reason why people uh, criticize is because they want to fill gaps within them. And by this, I mean that some people know that as long as you are wrong, they remain right. As long as you don't work to improve your life, they remain heroes in their mediocre lives. And when you try to become better in life, when you work on improving your attitude, perhaps towards life or towards work, you become a, a threat rather to other people because they know that actually if you can get things right and start performing, let's, let's, let's just use that as an example, is that performing in the workplace and start uh, practicing good ethics, you reduce their performance to zero. In other words, they know that the only reason why they are considered good is because you're bad. Once you become good, they are goodness, you know, 
will fade or become dim. Instead of working on themselves, they would rather trample on your weaknesses and even your strengths just, just so they can feel good about themselves or can make you look bad to other people. And this happens because a lot of people don't have the courage to look at themselves, see their flaws and work on their flaws. So they would rather make something look of less value uh, or of less quality or of less strength just so their weaknesses and poor quality and uh, and whatever it might be that is negative can look better. Other people criticize because they are naturally cynical. They are just waiting for an opportunity to hurt you. Some people are happy to see you at the lowest point of your life. For whatever reason, you will never know. There are people who are just haters. They don't see good about themselves. They don't see good in others. They just don't see any good in their world. So they project that on you. And, you know, this type know everything that is wrong about you, but never one thing good about you. And their words can be poisonous, you know. So what do you do about this? You know, particularly when criticism hurts, you know, when you come across all this kind of criticism and it hurts, is there anything you can do about it? My answer, yes. And I just want to start by saying that the reason why criticism have, um, hurts rather, is because we have ideal versions of ourselves and the real visions of ourselves. <laughs> and I believe that it is through self-leadership that you can actually match your real version with the ideal version. I'll give an example. Ideally, I am kind. Ideally, I am gentle. I am peaceful. I smile with everyone. I am happy. I offer constructive criticism. But in reality, I mean, the people around me will really tell you that I fall short in some areas. I don't always do all these things as much as I know this is who I want to be. So every time when criticism comes, it takes me to a place that I don't want to be because it takes me to the real me, not the ideal me. So that is why it hurts, like it stinks. The other reason why criticism hurts is because sometimes people criticizing us pricks an area of our weaknesses and they expose our flaws and our wrongs that sometimes we really, we know they exist, but we really would like to keep them to ourselves or keep them to the people we trust only, you know. So the other reason why criticism hurts is because it makes us feel unwanted. It can make us feel undesired or even unworthy. And lastly, I would say that criticism can make you feel stupid or embarrassed and then it will make you feel like you don't match up to standards or you are unqualified or inexperienced and i just want you to remember one thing that all good and bad criticism can bring up these negative emotions so what are you going to do about it well like i said before just expect it it's going to happen it must happen you know, you need it. Sometimes you must even ask for it. Two, don't take it to heart. Don't take criticism to heart. You must quietly review every criticism. It's within your right to do so. Remember that I said people criticize for different reasons. So you don't want to be stressing yourself 
um, because of criticism that came from someone who does not like you. It doesn't help you, you know. The only criticism that um, really should bother you is when it comes from a place of love. But even if it comes from someone who does not like you, if you look at it and you feel like it is true, quietly work on it. You know, you don't even have to go to the person and say anything. Remember, it's about you. It's about your growth. It's about your progress. It's about you becoming a better person. So always check where criticism is coming from and the context in which it is being given. The other thing that I think you can do is to use it to your advantage. Every good and bad criticism, you can use it to your advantage. You know, have you ever had um, someone comment that the more they were told that they can't, the more they needed to prove that they actually can. So these are the, these are the people who actually use good or bad criticism uh, to their advantage. So don't let it go to waste, whether it comes from a good place or a bad place. And lastly, remain focused on what you want to achieve. Don't sell your beautiful future for temporary pain. So, yes, um, it is painful to receive criticism. But you don't have to stop what you are trying to do or give up on yourself simply because someone criticizes you. You still have to continue to build in yourself so that at the end of the day, you can become the person that you want to become. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is the last of season one. And um, yes, so do continue to send me your inputs, uh, comments um, and reviews to Leadership Notebook 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, we'll see each other on the other side. Thank you so much for giving this first season your time. Bye for now. Thank you.